right, folks, it's back here in the JR, the boss man show. We're joined by Buffalo Bulls head coach, Nate Oates. Coach Oates, how are things up there in Buffalo, man? Shoot, not bad. We've been winning some games. Uh, the home court's been good to us. The crowd's been good. Yes, indeed. And, and Coach, you're living in two right now in MAC play. And uh, talk to us what's been the key factors for you in this excellent run you guys have been on so far. Well, I think our balance has been uh, pretty good. You know, we got – the, the four big scores and CJ and Nick, you know, they, they've been with us last year. And you add in Jeremy Harris and Wes Clark, and it's kind of hard to concentrate on one or two of them. You know, any any one of those can get off for 20-plus on a given night. And then we've got, you know, we're pretty deep. We've got Dante Carruthers, who was the defensive player of the year last year, and Dante Jordan's kind of taken up that role as well this year. And, you know, we've just got some, some really good role players that are playing their role. So I think our depth and our balance and then just our defensive intensity has been pretty good, too. We're, <clears throat> we've been playing both sides of the ball pretty well, not just on offense. So I think all that combined, you know, makes for a pretty good team. Now, Coach, this roster balance you have with a good mix of upperclassmen and lowerclassmen as well, is that what you want to achieve each recruiting season? You go out there try to get guys coming to your program, you want balance Right now. Yeah, I mean that's what we like to have. You know, it's a lot, a lot tougher to guard somebody when they have got four guys that can go get you know twenty points or even you know or even more than that. So our, our recruiting class is pretty good for next year too. Yes, indeed. Now, coach, I think what else helps you guys to this. You guys have to you play quality opponents in an iron conference slate. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, going back to when Coach Hurley was head coach, we've always scheduled tough. We played shoot at Rupp Arena at, you know, at Wisconsin when he was here. When I my first year as head coach, we played at Cameron. I just, you know, I, every year I like to play a tough non-conference schedule to get. And we don't always have the best shoot. We probably never have the best non-conference record. Well, I'm here with the, with our scheduling philosophy, but I don't think that really matters at this level. I think it's just you got to get to be playing your best basketball come conference season. I think our you know our non-conference schedule we're at Syracuse, at Texas A&M, played Cincinnati. You know, I, we didn't have a bad loss really. You know, St. Bonaventure, second in the A10 right now, played them. Cincinnati's top ten in the country and. Texas A&M is getting it rolling again, and you know, obviously playing at the Carrier Dome in Syracuse, and even South Dakota State, they're running through their league pretty good. So we, we had a, you know, a really good non-conference schedule. I think it prepped us for the conference uh, season. Now, Coach, I know it's probably a pain of budget to get guys to come to play in Buffalo. I feel probably a lot two for ones, but I don't think the budget is too many games for money in the MAC conference. I wouldn't think so. So I know schedule is probably your biggest headache of your job. So it's probably duty at Buffalo. Yeah, I mean it's not easy to schedule. You got to go play people at their place. Like next, you know, we're going to go to some some other high majors next year. We do. We're, we're in a pretty good uh, MT where you get some some teams on a neutral site, which is what you know the one we were in this year down in the Cayman Islands was big. So if we can get in decent MTs and play some people on neutral site, that's good. But yeah, it's not it's not that easy to schedule. We're trying to get some people we're trying to start series on the road and they, they only want to start a series with us we started at their place so 
hopefully we can figure the schedule out though, but we'd like to keep scheduling tough and you know, playing tough teams in the conference. And Coach, looking at your stats, as you mentioned, you got four guys in the first figures doing doing everything. Seven guys were doing rebounds per game. So I, I, doing, I can only imagine in practice how you're preaching about sharing the basketball, feeling like crazy, and taking that glass. Yeah, I mean, we, we want to, you know, we were up, we won the rebounding battle by 12 last night. So even if we win, if we don't win the rebounding war, I'm not happy usually. We're, we're trying to get on about rebounding and, uh, we lead the league in assists. We play fast. We play the got the fastest tempo in the league. So we want to rebound the ball in the defense. I mean, kind of our deal is guard, rebound, run. We get guard. I think we're like the second-ranked defensive efficiency team in the league, and then also on offense, we used to be one and one. Now we're two and two. But you know, I saw a list. I think there's only 24 teams maybe in the country that are ranked in the top two in both offense and defense. Uh, according to Ken Palm. So, uh, you know, we're trying to be one in each, number one in each, but rebounding is a big part of it. You know, the more rebounds you can get on the offensive end, the better your possessions are. And on the defensive end, you want to limit them to one, and then we run off our stops. So you get a, get a defensive rebound and run off it, and you get assists when you're running. So, you know, kind of it all plays into uh, plays into each other's hands that way. Nicole, you and year three of Buffalo as the head coach now. How happy are you with the foundation and culture you've built and what guys buy into you? It's all about your your stamp on your it's all on this program now. So what does it make you feel in year three knowing that guys are buying into you, the community's buying into you even more, and you got people nationally kind of noticing you as well? No, I mean, it's it's really good. You know, and I, I was fortunate that Coach Hurley hired me. I was a high school coach for a while in the Detroit area, and, you know, Bobby took a took a chance on me, and you know we succeeded here and did well, and we kind of got this thing turned around quick in two years. And you know when Danny White hired me, it was you know he took a chance too. I'd only been in Division One for two years, so I appreciate people taking a chance on me. And then you know we've kind of built our own program here. Alan Green was our AD, and he, he was did an unbelievable job. He just took the job at Auburn, but I think like the infrastructure here is in place to. This, keep this thing being successful for a long time. And it's great that, you know, we've got pretty much all our own recruits. There's one recruit, uh, Kenneth Smart's the only guy that was recruited here. You know, when Hurley was the head coach and played, he was redshirted at Coach Hurley's first year. After that, we've got all kind of our guys here. And But I was with Coach Hurley when we recruited him anyway, so it was a little bit smoother transition. But, you know, I'm in year three now had you know pretty much the same staff for for all the years and we're you know our culture's as good as it's ever been here I, I like the guys we've got you know we kind of weeded some guys out and kept kept the ones that were really bought into what we're doing I, the culture's as good as it's ever been here and i think that translates into the wins and losses coach so your proudest accomplishment as being the buffalo head coach is the fact that your culture is is oozing through and through or is something else you want to point out something else is no, I think it is that. I think it's our culture. we got good guys that want to play for each other and play hard. And I mean, the wins and losses take care of themselves. If you stress, you know, this win and that win, I don't think that's the right way to go about it. I think you stress doing it the right way, building, building the culture and getting guys to play hard, play for each other, you know, 
do it the right way on the court, off the court. And I think all the other stuff takes care of itself. If you do that, if you do the other, you know, you build the culture right and get good guys with high character uh, to be in the program for you. Now, Coach, as you prepare for Bowling Green, coming to your building this weekend, what things should be emphasized to your guys as you get ready to play Bowling Green and also come up against Kent State? Well, I think if you look at Bowling Green, I mean, they've, I think they're fourth in the league right now. Like they, they, you know, if the league ended right now, they'd have a bye to uh, Cleveland and for that first round. So they, they've won four of their last five, and the only one they lost was on the road at Ball State, and Ball State's playing their best basketball right now. So Bowling Green's obviously playing their best basketball. That guy's got to be locked in. I mean, we, you know, we I thought we lost focus there for a few games. We we gave away two games where we had, you know, we were up eighteen at Kent State and lost. We're up. A 13 with eight minutes to go at Kent loss. We're up 13 with eight minutes to go at Northern Illinois and loss. So I think, you know, we hopefully learned our lesson that you got to stay focused for 40 minutes no matter who you're playing because, you know, we really, we really shouldn't have lost either of those games and we know it. So, you know, Bowling Green's playing good basketball. They've got athletes that are a little bit younger, uh, less experienced, but Coach Huger's doing a really good job in that program and, They've got talented uh, underclassmen. They've got, you know, some upperclassmen to sprinkle in there with them, and it's going to be a tough game for us. Now, Coach, it probably has to be good for you to be able to use these teaching points as we go to the college February and tomorrow to say, hey, if we don't bring it every night, the scouting reports have game and discipline every night. We can't get beat. No, very much so. I mean, we, we just proved it. We just lost two, you know, two of the last five games and we, we had no business losing them. We didn't think so. We just, you know, hopefully those two, two losses taught us our lesson. We don't have to learn it again. Cause you know, if you're trying to learn it three weeks from now, you're going to lose in the conference tournament. So, and really that's the goal is to be playing your best basketball come the end of the season. And I feel like, you know, our last three years here, coach Early's second year. And in my first two years, we have been playing our best basketball going into conference tournament play. And, you know, that's why throughout the last three years we've been in the NCAA tournament. Last year we got clipped by Kent State, who was, you know, playing their best basketball at that time too. But we were in a tight game with them, and they, they ended up going to the NCAA tournament. So we feel like we're, we're headed towards a good spot. We've got the talent to do it. We just got to stay focused, like you said. Now, Coach, could you Speak to the quality of the teams in the MAC conference and the quality of coaching. Because I see, like, Coach Hewitt, I see Jack Jones down there. I also see, you know, Coach Kowalski down there at Toledo. So, I mean, so just talk about, you know, all the good, great, great coaching and the great talents in that league that you guys play in. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a quality mid-major league. And there's, you know, our guys were talking today. Rashawn Holmes from Bowling Green's in the NBA. We kid uh Maurice Indoor that played at Ohio was in the NBA. I mean, it's, you know, and there's a lot of good, good players that are playing high level European basketball that came out of our league. Some in the G League right now. So if the talent level is high. I mean, Kent State, who's right in the middle of the pack in our league, beat Oregon State this year. You know, they beat Texas at Texas. I mean, shoot, Cincinnati's top five in the country, and we we had them. It was a four-point game in the last minute of that game when we played them. So I think, you know, most of our teams can play with a lot of, a lot of high majors toe-to-toe. And, the, and the, you know, like you said, Jack's done an unbelievable job down there at Miami getting that thing turned around this year. I think 
he's done a better job as anybody, you know, in the, in the first year. And Coach Huger's got Bowling Green headed the right direction. So it, it's there's quality. Co- you know, Coach Hawkins is kind of the dean of the MAC at Western Michigan, and he, you know, Western Michigan's always good. And I just there, there's a lot of quality coaches. Anybody can beat. Anybody can beat anybody on a given night, as we just proved losing, you know, losing that Northern, Northern Illinois was one game out of last place, and we lost at their place and weren't first place. So it's kind of the way the league is. Yes, Nick, Coach, our last one for you is, Coach, how crazy was the city of Buffalo when the Bills played to make the playoffs against uh, when they, when they the <laughs> How crazy was it, man? You, you don't even know, man. This place went nuts. I, I, like, I grew up in Wisconsin. I'm a Packer fan. So I, uh, you know, I'm not, like, I was pulling for the Bills because I live here in Buffalo now, but I didn't grow up here. Man, these, like, the Packer fans are nuts, but the Bills fans are, are even more nuts because I think it was, like, 17 years they had made the playoffs. So my, 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 I left my one, my one assistant, Brian Hodgson, is from Buffalo, from Western New York out here, man. He, we were on a road trip. He left out of the road. Uh, we were like between two road games. He flew down to Jacksonville for the game. He he was sending us pictures. It seemed like Bills Mafia took over Jacksonville for that game down there. They did. But no, they they were. Yeah, no, they, it's it's crazy. And, but like when we made the NCAA tournament, they get after us too. It's, it's good because there's no NBA team here, so we're kind of you know we're the, the basketball team in town. So when you start winning, it's great the Bills are winning now. But for a while. You know the Sabers have been awful. The Bills hadn't been winning, so when we when we went to those two NCAA tournaments, it kind of got behind us in a big way. So it's good. They're big, huge sports town here. If you can give them a little bit of winning, they'll they'll get behind you in a hurry. Now, coach, say a quick story. I was at the Bills' last playoff game for this year. We see the miracle. My mom took me to that game in Nashville. My, my mom lives in Nashville, so she took me to that game. So I was there and saw the We see the miracle in my face happen. You know, and that big old play out there, cold day in Nashville, when uh, the Bills all had to win and Jeffish put one. And I had a tat there. <laughs> you, so shoot, man, you've been. Been going to playoff games for a long time, and you're kind of giving your age now. If, if you went to the last time they were there, yeah, thirty years old now, so coach. Thirty years old now. now <laughs> oh, you ain't that old, then. No, that, 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 that's pretty cool. That, uh, I mean, I shoot, I can't say the same, but I, I'm glad. I'm glad Brian got to go to the game. I'm, I'm happy for the city. It's a good city. Really good people up here, and shoot, they're they're crazy about their bills. That's for sure. Yeah, coach. I have a cousin who's a Bills fan. I, 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 I know this is what gets me, coach. You live in Atlanta, but you're a Bills fan. You just nowhere near Buffalo, but you're. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, man. If these people, if you grew up here, you you you're a Bills fan like through and through, and you're a diehard Bills, and you're gonna stay with them, man. These people stayed with them 17 years. They didn't make the playoffs. They're still, I mean, they're, they're still packing that place out. So I, I think it's cool. I mean, it's nice to be in a city where they back their teams and do a good job with that stuff. Well, Coach, when the Bills played down in here in Atlanta, it was the Falcons and, beat, and came back and beat them. It was, it was more Bills fans than the Falcons, Falcons fans. Like the Falcons fans sold their tickets to the Bills Mafia. It was like a Matt Ryan had to <laughs> his own stadium, okay, <laughs> against the Bills. <laughs> no, they, they travel well, too, man. They get behind them. It's, 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 it's big time, let's say. We had Sean McDermott was at one of our uh, – home games the, uh, the other week, so it's good. I, he's done an unbelievable job. 
you know, we're going to back him. It was nice he made it out to one of our games, so it's pretty cool that way. Yes, indeed. Well, Coach Oates, I'm definitely looking forward to talking to you again down the road. Hope you guys are going against Bowling Green this weekend, and we'll talk to you real soon, man. All your photo, video, and voiceover needs, check out the fine folks at Blu-ray Productions. They will take good care of you. If you don't believe me, you can see for yourself. Check out their work at blueberryproductions.tv, the Facebook page, Blueberry Productions, also a Vimeo page, a YouTube page, and it's Blueberry, B-L-U-B-E-R-R-Y, Prod on Twitter. Check them out today. Blueberry Productions, great people, great work, great service. Fantasy football season is fast approaching, and if you're looking for an edge this season, you need to contact the guys at Draft Day Consultants. The concept is a simple one. Draft Day Consultants takes your requests and connects you with one of their trusted analysts, who then guide you through your draft, whether you just need a sounding board on decisions, or if you need them to conduct your entire draft. Draft Day Consultants has you covered. Every one of their consultants has a proven track record of success, and have conducted hundreds, even thousands of mock drafts. Thanks to this year-round research and analysis, the guys at DDC have an unmatched understanding of player values. So gain an edge on your league mates this season by hitting up DraftDayConsultants.com. That's www.DraftDayConsultants.com. Now get after it, fantasy footballers. Hip-hop fans, I got a great album for you. The debut album from Family Grind ENT, True Speech, and 313 Fresh. We're going to give you two discs, 33 songs of pure, genuine hip-hop. Albums available on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, IllStreetRex.com, and streaming live right now on Rhapsody, Beats Music, Spotify, Xbox Music, Slacker Radio, and SoundCloud. Check them out today, True Speech, and 313 Fresh, Family Grind ENT. Believe in it, get it. Hello, my name is Travis Williams, President and CEO of Academics and Athletic Consultant, focused on educating and empowering tomorrow's collegiate athletic leaders. My passion is for the education and genuine concern and care for today's student athlete. It's the centerpiece of my life's work. A college education, both in and out of the classroom, is a truly rewarding benefit. For more information on AAC, you can go to www.academics.com and athleticsconsulting.com. Once again, www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Or you can follow me on Facebook at Academics and Athletic Consulting or Twitter at Coach TWheel24 or Instagram Travis L. Williams24. Or you can call me at 404 542 607. Once again, AAC is very proud to partner with J.R. McHenry of the Boss Man Radio Show, covering sports and entertainment across the country. Please tune in weekly for informative, entertaining, and expert analysis on today's sports and entertainment topics. Thank you. 
Yeah, yeah, it's your man JC, the host with the most, baby, and it goes down each and every Saturday night right here in the city of Memphis. That's right, y'all. It goes down at Clicks Sports Bar Memphis, baby. 3705 Malco Way, Memphis, Tennessee, 38125. Come out and join us, the Three Kings, each and every Saturday night for the liveest karaoke in the city. Everybody gets in free till 10 p.m., only $5 after. Great food. We got drink specials. We got all kind of games, man. We got the pool tables popping. Whatever you want, we got you, man. Come on out. Have a good time with us each and every Saturday night. That's Clicks Sports Bar, Memphis. Well, if you represent multiple players at a position, 
or multiple players on a team, then that's a conflict of interest. But this is a bigger problem to me than any player agent one because the one people talk about from player agents is uh, Don Yee and company because of the representation of Tom Brady and Jimmy Garoppolo. It actually worked out to their benefit to have the same representation because the Patriots couldn't make any promises to Jimmy Garoppolo without them getting back to Tom Brady, so it gave Don Yee and company better information which allowed them to know we can't stay in New England. Whereas if it been somebody else, they could have said, here's the, success, the succession plan, and maybe not ever adhered to it. And then Jimmy Garoppolo is still under contract right now in New England, for all we know. Yeah, and I just want to ask you about this some more. Like, I don't see how Jack Rio can feel good about Bob Lamont as an agent because behind his back, he's trying to deal with Mark Davis. And John Gruden, who swore up and down he wouldn't interview for a job when the coach's coach has a job obviously did that even though it was off the record or however you want to look at it it was something was done before he even took that job but how did mcdonough know he was going to the raiders all the time how did he act on espn so it's like going forward how can bob lamont even have credibility with any client he has he's gonna do it to them too like i'll be afraid as a client to be under him because he may do what he did do like he did jack that real to me or you may have a Ballard in that down situation. I would not want him representing me as a, as a coach right now or a front office agent. Oh, other, other coaching and front office agents are going to use these situations against him. I think that's one of the reasons he fired McDaniels because he gave him, gave the Colts his word based on presumably McDaniels telling him he was taking the job. So now if he doesn't fire McDaniels, Teams aren't going to take him at face value anymore when he says, I can deliver a client, um, as long as you have the rules the way they are, that playoff teams can't can verbally agree but can't formally agree to a written contract. So he was doing that not only primarily for his own self-interest. And also, if he hadn't have done it, it was probably going to be a situation where Ballard goes, you know what, I'm going to find new representation because the way this blew up in my face <laughs> – uh, trusting my agent that he's going to deliver another guy. So he's trying to package his clients in one place. So that's going to be, he had to get rid of one in order to be able to maintain the ability to do that, which is still a conflict of interest. We'll see if on a go forward basis, other coaching front office agents are able to take advantage of this whole fiasco with the two situations, Oakland and Indianapolis to their advantage. Now, let me ask you this. Do you think this will finally cause the NFL to change their horrific rule there where the coach can't be hired though he's still on a playoff team? Because I feel like if it wasn't for that rule, McDaniels wouldn't have had, that, had enough time to back out like that. Oh, I agree. Totally agree. They probably need to change the rule because it's a little archaic. Um, because everyone knew that Matt Patricia was going to be the Lions coach. We had a pretty good idea that Pat Shermer was going to be the Giants coach. And maybe the McDaniel situation is the catalyst for change. Like, I remember when the Seattle won the Super Bowl, we all knew Dan Quinn was the coach of the Falcons. We all knew that. Right, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So you might as well allow them to formally reach an agreement because I don't know what you're trying to accomplish or what is being accomplished by not allowing them to formally sign the contract. You're allowed to do that in college football. Normally, if it happens in college football, the coach walks away. Maybe that's the concern. 
the the coach is going to walk away from his obligation to the current team before uh, it's finished. Uh, usually you don't see what happened with Scott Frost at UCF where he coached the team through the bowl game. But there's less incentive to do that anywhere in the NFL because you're not, you don't have to get on the recruiting trail because you can't – free agency doesn't start until a good six weeks after the Super Bowl is played. Um, and I'll, so there's not that same dynamic or pressure for someone to leave the old job for the new job. So I don't really see the huge – reason why the NFL won't relax that rule. And I also want to ask you, Joe, about the Rooney rule. I feel like it's been abused and kind of become a sham now, almost to a degree. And how would you tweak that rule to make it, the spirit of the rule, be kind of shine through? Because right now I feel like it's just kind of being a sham made of the rule right now. Yeah, teams are taking advantage of it. Like when Oakland is interviewing T. Martin and a coach internally that they didn't Gruden didn't retain to comply or at least try to comply with the Rooney rule that the that's in compliance I guess with the letter but violation violates the spirit of the rule one thing which is a problem for the Rooney rule is when you have these uh, search firms involved because they have their guys that they handpicked favorites that they're going to recommend to teams that employ them. And they're going to have their one minority candidate they use for only rule purposes for each client they have. So I think if you abolish the search firm aspect, that helps. Two, if you want to know who up-and-coming young coaches are, ask players. Because I remember the reason I say that is back when – Tampa won the Super Bowl that that season was Mike Tomlin's first year working for Tony Dungy and we had a defensive back David Gibson um had a short NFL career um he used to rave about Mike Tomlin and would say this guy is going to be an NFL coach really soon I'd never heard him rave about any coach but not let alone his position coach turns out wasn't that long before Mike Tomlin was a head coach. So you survey players and ask them who are the up and coming coaches. Cause from what I understand, that's part of the reason why um, the Rams were comfortable with um, hiring Sean McVay, even though he's barely over 30, that they talked to players with the Redskins and the, they talked to the agents um, of players on the Redskins and had them talk to their clients and got great feedback. Another thing you do is you actively target coaches at HBCUs and put them in the pipeline. Um, a guy I used to represent, help represent, is a uh, player, Reggie Barlow. He was the coach at Alabama State, and I think he's – or Alabama A&M, forget which one, but I think he's at Virginia State now. He had three straight winning seasons in the SWAC, and he's won like 20 games at Division II school. Why isn't he in the pipeline for the NFL? He was received in the NFL for six, seven years. He's been a head coach successful record is well above 500 that guy should be targeted and also where are the minority Mike Vrabel's Mike Vrabel's been a coach for 15 minutes he gets a head coaching job that doesn't happen with former black players you got that right yeah you got that right Joe I just don't understand it like you know uh 
like I feel like these guys know who they want, and I say it's just a. I have to do this. It's just a. Yeah, well, of, it still goes back to what, what it is a lot in a lot in life that it's not what you know, it's who you know. Because I'd yes. rather be a well-connected idiot than a brilliant person who doesn't know anybody. Unfortunately, that's how life works. Yes, indeed. Well, Joe, before you go, do you have anything you want to share with listeners to kind of check out your work on CBS or you got anything in the pipeline you want to share with people that can, that can check you out there? Um, yeah, my uh, last two articles, one was on the challenges the Eagles were going to have uh, this offseason because they're about $9 million over the projected uh, salary cap and what moves they may make. And then one which is on the five quarterbacks who are in the – position to best reap the benefit of Jimmy Garoppolo's deal most immediately and those are Kirk Cousins uh, Drew Brees um, Aaron Rodgers Matt Ryan and Ben Roethlisberger that's up on CBS Sports uh, right now all right, well, check him out on Twitter at Corey Joel and check out his work at CBSSports.com. Joel, glad to be having the show, man. I love talking to you off the air as well, man. You're a great dude. Look forward to getting catch with you again down the road real soon, man. Sounds good, and thanks for having me. All right, folks, Joel Corey on the Boss Man Show, people. your photo video and voiceover needs check out the fine folks blu-ray productions they will take good care of you if you don't believe me you can see for yourself check out their work at blueberryproductions.tv the facebook page blueberry productions also a vimeo page a youtube page and it's blueberry b-l-u-b-e-r-r-y prod on twitter check them out today blueberry productions great people great work great service Fantasy football season is fast approaching, and if you're looking for an edge this season, you need to contact the guys at Draft Day Consultants. The concept is a simple one. Draft Day Consultants takes your requests and connects you with one of their trusted analysts, who then guide you through your draft, whether you just need a sounding board on decisions, or if you need them to conduct your entire draft. Draft Day Consultants has you covered. Every one of their consultants has a proven track record of success, and have conducted hundreds, even thousands of mock drafts. Thanks to this year-round research and analysis, the guys at DDC have an unmatched understanding of player values. So gain an edge on your league mates this season by hitting up DraftDayConsultants.com. That's www.DraftDayConsultants.com. Now get after it, fantasy footballers. Hip-hop fans, I got a great album for you. The debut album from Family Grinding NC, True Speech, and 313 Fresh. We're going to give you two discs, 33 songs of pure, genuine hip-hop. Albums available on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, IllStreetRex.com, and streaming live right now on Rhapsody, Beats Music, Spotify, Xbox Music, Slacker Radio, and SoundCloud. Check them out today, True Speech and 313 Fresh, Family Grind ENT. Believe in it, get it. Hello, my name is Travis Williams, President and CEO of Academics and Athletic Consultant, focused on educating and empowering tomorrow's collegiate athletic leaders. My passion is for the education and genuine concern and care for today's student athlete. 
It's the centerpiece of my life's work. A college education, both in and out of the classroom, is a truly rewarding benefit. For more information on AAC, you can go to www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Once again, www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Or you can follow me on Facebook at Academics and Athletic Consulting or Twitter at Coach TWheel24 or Instagram Travis L. Williams24. Or you can call me at 404-542-607. Once again, AAC is very proud to partner with J.R. McHenry of the Boss Man Radio Show covering sports and entertainment across the country. Please tune in weekly for informative, entertaining, and expert analysis on today's sports and entertainment topics. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, it's your man, JC, the host with the most, baby. And it goes down each and every Saturday night right here in the city of Memphis. That's right, y'all. It goes down at Clicks Sports Bar Memphis, baby. 3705 Malco Way, Memphis, Tennessee, 38125. Come out and join us, the Three Kings, each and every Saturday night for the liveest karaoke in the city. Everybody gets in free till 10 p.m., only $5 after. Great food. We got drink specials. We got all kind of games, man. We got the pool tables popping. Whatever you want, we got you, man. Come on out. Have a good time with us each and every Saturday night. That's Clicks Sports Bar, Memphis. college basketball fans this is donnie tyndall former head basketball coach and we're getting ready to have a top three with tyndall with jr the boss man and john myself as we analyze the college basketball season team by team break down stats and facts and give you all the basketball scoop across the country on a weekly basis we hope you'll join us and look forward to talking hoops with you on the boss man show that time of the week on the boss man show it's time for top three with Tyndall. that means i'm joined by my good friend my bro donnie Tyndall. coach Tyndall, what's up this week man boss man how are you brother you doing all right i'm doing good coach all-star weekend is coming is here and i'm lifting i'm i can't wait for it coach 
I know a year ago I was with Coach Stackhouse in the Raptors. We uh, we uh, were leading the D League uh, division, so we were able to go to the All Star Weekend and had the D League All Star game. We coached in and uh, break. We won and uh, hung out with uh, the NBA guys a little bit. So. That was a great time. I know it's a heck of a weekend, a great event for everybody, no doubt about it. Yes, indeed. And, Coach, I got good news. John is out this week, but he's, uh, he's, he's also in the cellar, Coach, because we're 11 and 10, and he's 10 and 11. <laughs> <laughs> he's in the cellar this week one game back, right? Yes, he is, Coach. <laughs> <laughs> you and I are not in the cellar this week. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Now, Coach, we got great games for you. You picked this week, Coach. It's the city battle, Coach. It is the old Southwest Conference battle, Coach. I'm looking at A&M and Arkansas, Coach. Uh, Mike Anderson needs to win to keep his job, I think, if you ask me, Coach. And Billy Candy's this dismiss plays off the team. A lot of turmoil around both programs. But you go to Buck Walker to win around the coach. That's a hard game to win for the Arkansas, Coach. I can't pick against Mike Anderson and those boys in their home gym against Texas A&M, Old Southwest Conference rival and SEC now, of course. But I'm going to Arkansas coach, and John's going A&M. Well, I tell you what, just as you said, this is a huge game for both teams and maybe both programs as, as you know, both coaches are fighting for an NSA berth and some would say are on the hot seat a little bit. I don't think either one should be. Uh, but, you know, Texas A&M was so good early in the year. They – they hit a, a rough patch and struggled. It seems like they found their rhythm. And one thing about Billy Kennedy's team is they're always tough. They're mentally tough. They're physically tough. And you have to be exactly that to go into Bud Walton Arena and try to win on the road. But I just think that place is going to be rocking. Those Arkansas players, staff, and fans know what they're fighting for. And uh, this is almost a must win for Arkansas to keep their NSA hopes alive. So I'm going to go with the Razorbacks on their home floor with you. All right, so that's game one. John's A&M, Coach Nye, our Razorbacks will tell me, Coach, he went in the cellar once more for that pick. <laughs> <laughs> now, Coach, we're going to the Centaur Center, Coach, to Cincinnati, Ohio, where Villanova is playing Xavier. Villanova and Xavier at the top of the biggest conference. Villanova come off a tough loss to the Johnnies up there. I'll tell you what, Coach, Jay Wright and his boys will be prepared for Coach Mack. But I think, Coach, in this game, the home court going to make a difference again. I feel like Xavier, Chris Mack, his, his star player, Blue, is going to be playing well. Jay Wright and his boys will come in, come in hot, of course. But I feel like, ultimately, the home team will win. Coach Mack and those boys will win over Villanova at home this weekend. And, and who did John have? John has saved Okay. I, uh, you know, I was shocked that Villanova lost to St. John's, and very seldom does a Jay Wright team lose two in a row. So you, you feel like Villanova will bounce back and play extremely well. With that being said, you're exactly right. That home court advantage for Xavier is awful, awful strong. They've always been powerful on their home floor. And uh, I just think it's one of those games that they know they're playing for a piece of the league championship, and they're going to find a way to win on the home, their home floor. So I'm like you. I'm going with Xavier as well. 
All right, now, Coach, last game we got for us is West Virginia at Kansas. Now, Coach, typically I would go at Kansas because Kansas typically never loses foul at the field house. But this year, Coach, losing games at home. They lost to my guy, Mike Bourne, Oklahoma State. Lost to him there. They're losing games at home. And Bob Huggins, he always coaches well against Kansas. The Big 12 to me, you don't know if Texas Tech is going to be Kansas State. It's going to be Kansas or West Virginia. I feel like this is the one team that can go on the road and win our top three this week is West Virginia. And I'm going to go with West Virginia in this game. John's going to go with Kansas. I'm going to go with Coach Huggins and his nice zip-up win work that he wears because I really enjoy it so much. So I'm going to go with him along with his defense as well and his hard coaching. <laughs> and who did John Kansas. Boss, man? He's a Jayhawk man. Well, I tell you, just like you, it seems like Kansas has won their league like 37 straight years. I, I do think it's legitimately 11 or 12 years in a row that Bill South has won the Big 12. And a win over West Virginia would, would give them at least, uh, heading in the final weeks of the season, uh, a shot at being co-champs, if nothing else. But I'm like you. I think this Kansas team's a little bit different. Uh, this team doesn't have the guard play, although Graham is really good. They don't have the other guys. They strength Mason immensely, and uh, they're vulnerable. They've already been beaten, as you mentioned, three or four times on their home floor. I think it's West Virginia's time. I think it's West Virginia's turn, and I'm going to go with the Mountaineers at Kansas to upset the Jayhawks. This week's going to be a funny week because me and Coach are going to probably be, be together in the standings again, no matter what happens. And John's the oddball going to Texas A&M, and he also went with Kansas. So, uh, John's just trying to – I think John's picking just trying to just to win points, Coach. He's not picking for wins. He's picking and hoping to go well, the way. <laughs> I hear you. I hope we uh, have some separation with John this week, and and then we can really talk some smack to him next week about being in the cellar. Now, Coach, I want to ask you something about Andy Kennedy. Now, I, I, I read a report him and the old Miss are going to be parting ways. He was a Southern Miss, coached against the SEC as well. Let's talk a little about Coach Kennedy. What he what he meant to say is ASA Mississippi, uh, old Miss. When he was down in the state as well, what are you thinking about him as coaching just in general, man? Well, I just think it's it's uh, it's it's just turning into professional sports. When you think about a guy like Andy Kennedy, who's a Mississippi guy, he's been there 12 years. Took the program over when it was a little bit down. He's won 20 games nine different times. He averages over 20 wins a season. Yeah, sure, he's only been to two NCAA tournaments, and that's basically what guys are judged on nowadays. This guy's the winningest all-time coach in the history of Ole Miss, has had no problems off the floor, et cetera, and, uh, and yet you're going to part ways. I just, I mean, AK's a great coach. He's a great person. I think it's going to be really, really hard for them to find anyone to come to Ole Miss and coach your basketball team that's better than Andy Kennedy. And I understand the whole, well, maybe they need a new voice and a new vision. All that's fine and dandy till somebody goes 12 and 18 and they're like, man, we should have never got rid of AK. You know, Jamie Dixon was basically pushed out the door at Pitt. And uh, wouldn't they love to have Jamie Dixon back coaching uh, the Panthers right now? So it, it's a tough business, man. I hate it for Andy and his family. What he did there uh, in his time has been remarkable. And he'll certainly land on his feet, boss, man. No doubt in my mind about that. And, Coach, I want to ask you about this. It's like the LeVar Ball situation. Uh, I'm, I fear that he don't get his child traded out of the Lakers, man. Saying what he's saying about if they don't sign his two other sons, that Lonzo ain't signing with him as a free agent. Now, Coach, 
I know you probably deal with these AAU parents, these AAU coaches who try to dictate terms to you to get to get their guy to play for you and stuff like that. So when you see a guy like that interfering with his son's playing career and making it in a negative way, how does it make you feel as it been a former coach? Well, to me, it's just disgusting. You know, everyone has a right to be a parent and pull for their child and encourage and motivate and push and, and all the things it seems like LeVar Ball has done. But what's going to happen is, uh, you know, we all talk about Colin Kaepernick and what happened with him in regard to people thinking he's been blackballed and he's not had an opportunity to catch on with the team because of the stand he made. Well, you know, the same thing could possibly happen with his son, Lonzo, who's a very good player, and all of a sudden the dad just becomes too much to handle, and people say, you know what, it's not worth it. It's not worth the headache. It's not worth listening to his opinions about who can coach and who can't coach and who can play and who can't play because, unfortunately, now he has a platform. People have given him a platform to, to say his two cents, and, and unfortunately it's turned into $2, and, and I think it, I, I really believe this. I think it's going to hurt Lonzo, and, and not only are the Lakers going to get tired of it, but then the next team or the next team are going to be reluctant to pull the trigger on the kid because they don't want to mess with the dad. And I just can't believe people give him so much credit for being a marketing genius and all these types of things. Okay, that's fine. But when is he going to realize and smarten up and say, you know what, I'm doing more damage than I am good I need to chill and take a back seat and let my son develop and become a player or people are going to get tired of him and not want him around. And and that's sad. It really is, boss man. Very sad. And I I wish Lonzo would kind of respectfully tell his dad to chill, you know, but I don't think he has the the dad in him right now. So his dad just kind of back down and stand down for a second. Yeah, you know, let's not forget he would just be a sophomore in college, so he's probably only 19 or 20 years old. His daddy has helped him uh, his entire high school and college career and, and done numerous positive and great things for the family and Lonzo included. But just what you just said, I think there's got to come a point in time where, where the son says, you know, Dad, I love you. You're my heart and soul. I'm so appreciative of everything you've given me and done for me. But you know what? Please just back off a little bit because the bottom line, it is going to hurt the kid. And it, it probably already has hurt the kid. And at some point in time, I hope the kid is strong enough to stand up and just say, enough's enough, Daddy. I love you. But just as you said, let's chill on this deal. And final one for you, I guess, Coach, the Golden State Warriors – uh, Steve Kerr allowed the team to coach themselves and run the shit around that for the day before the game against the Phoenix Suns and allowed them to draw up plays on their own during the game. Coach, would you ever in your wildest dreams let your players run first, run shoot around, unless it was due to whether you can make it into the, the, the gym, or secondly, draw out plays in the middle of a game? Well, if I had Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Kevin Durant, and Draymond Green, you damn right I would. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, let some guys drop any, I'd let them guys drop any plays they wanted but you know in all seriousness I think that's just a great example when you think about Steve Kerr and who he played for the Zen master and Phil Jackson and the odd and unique and kind of different motivational things Phil Jackson did 
to push buttons and motivate the different guys on that team, Rodman and Jordan and Pippen and Harvey Grant or Horace Grant, whoever, those different guys that he did such an incredible job of motivating. And I think this is a great opportunity. Number one, it's against a lesser opponent, whether they would ever admit that or not, it is. And number two, it gives those guys ownership in the team in regard to, you know what, okay, yeah, I'm Kevin Durant. Am I going to drop a play in this timeout for Kevin Durant, or am I going to be unselfish and let's draw up something for Clay Thompson, vice versa? Is Clay Thompson in the huddle drawing up a play for Clay Thompson, or is he going to drop something for Steph Curry? So what you do is you give those players ownership and an opportunity to be unselfish, and uh, I think it's neat. I think it's incredible. Uh, obviously, it's a little bit risky. But on the flip side, I think it does uh, just push some buttons and motivate guys. And, and if nothing else, it's a unique opportunity for guys to say, you know what, Coach Kerr's a cool dude. We enjoy playing for him. Let's go out and handle it like pros and, uh, and, and move on accordingly. And, Coach, before you go, tell the people about your YT shirts because I, I, people ask me about it as I've been going to come and listen to the show. So can you please tell them more about your YT shirts where they can get one at, Coach? Yeah, it's a great message, JR. People went on and see it. The website's www.y-tshirts.com. And uh, just a t- shirt that my buddy and I came up with years ago. People are excited about it. We've sold quite a few of them already. But go on the website, take a look. And, uh, again, I think it's a very positive message for what's going on in our world today. Well, Coach, I hope you have a great week picking again, Coach. And we'll talk to you next week, Coach. And I look forward to recapping with you and we getting, getting John. Let him know how he's going to sell her once more, Coach. Sounds great, my man. Thanks for having me. Have a great week, boss man. All right, folks. Top of the on the Boss Man Show. We out. You can't touch this. You can't touch this. You can't touch this. You can't touch this. all your photo video and voiceover needs check out the fine folks blu-ray productions they will take good care of you if you don't believe me you can see for yourself check out their work at blueberryproductions.tv the facebook page blueberry productions also vimeo page a youtube page and it's blueberry b-l-u-b-e-r-r-y prod on twitter check them out today blueberry productions great people great work great service Fantasy football season is fast approaching, and if you're looking for an edge this season, you need to contact the guys at Draft Day Consultants. The concept is a simple one. Draft Day Consultants takes your requests and connects you with one of their trusted analysts, who then guide you through your draft, whether you just need a sounding board on decisions or if you need them to conduct your entire draft. Draft Day Consultants has you covered. Every one of their consultants has a proven track record of success and have conducted hundreds, even thousands of mock drafts. Thanks to this year-round research and analysis, the guys at DDC have an unmatched understanding of player values. So gain an edge on your league mates this season by hitting up DraftDayConsultants.com. That's www.DraftDayConsultants.com. Now get after it, fantasy footballers. Hip-hop fans, I got a great album for you. The baby album from Family Grind ENT, True Speech, and 313 Fresh. We're going to do two discs, 33 songs of.
pure genuine hip-hop albums available on itunes amazon google play illstreetrex.com and streaming live right now on rhapsody beats music spotify xbox music slacker radio and soundcloud check them out today true speech and 313 fresh family grind ent believe in it get it hello my name is travis williams president and ceo of academics and athletic consultant focused on educating and empowering tomorrow's collegiate athletic leaders my passion is for the education and genuine concern and care for today's student athlete it's the centerpiece of my life's work a college education both in and out of the classroom is a truly rewarding benefit for more information on AAC, you can go to www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Once again, www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Or you can follow me on Facebook at Academics and Athletic Consulting or Twitter at Coach TWheel24 or Instagram Travis L. Williams24. Or you can call me at 404-542-607. Once again, AAC is very proud to partner with J.R. McHenry of the Bossman Radio Show, covering sports and entertainment across the country. Please tune in weekly for informative, entertaining, and expert analysis on today's sports and entertainment topics. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, it's your man, JC, the host with the most, baby, and it goes down each and every Saturday night right here in the city of Memphis. That's right, y'all. It goes down at Clicks Sports Bar Memphis, baby, 3705 Malco Way, Memphis, Tennessee, 38125. Come out and join us, the Three Kings, each and every Saturday night for the liveest karaoke in the city. Everybody gets in free till 10 p.m., only $5 after. Great food. We got drink specials. We got all kind of games, man. We got the pool tables popping. Whatever you want, we got you, man. Come on out. Have a good time with us each and every Saturday night. That's Clicks Sports Bar, Memphis. A gorgeous tan from Suntan City gives you an inner glow that relights the fire when you run into your first crush. Vicky, who was that? An old boyfriend. Lucky you just tanned at Suntan City. Lucky he's single. We're doing lunch tomorrow. Won't be single for long then. During Tour of the City, try all five tans, including spray tan for just $4.99. Restrictions may apply. Click to buy now. Hello, college basketball fans. This is Donnie Tyndall, former head basketball coach, and we're getting ready to have a top three with Tyndall with J.R. the boss man and John, myself, as we analyze the college basketball season team by team, break down stats and facts, and give you all the basketball scoop across the country on a weekly basis. We hope you'll join us and look forward to talking hoops with you on the boss man show. <laughs> 